I'm just laying in a bed. It is currently 4.11 a.m. And I just want to encourage somebody on today. Because not only am I going through a transition and a journey of hurting and healing, somebody else is too. And I want you to know that this is what grieving looks like. This is what healing looks like. One day, you fighting to hang on. Another day, you're doing well or doing better than the other days. One week, you fighting to hang on because you see a, or you feel a little glimmer of hope. And then the next week, you're fighting to let go. The constant battle between your mind and your heart, that has got to be one of the greatest wars. Because your mind be knowing, your mind knows. But it's that heart that deceives you. And in my own journey, the signs were there. All of the red flags was there. But my heart attached to someone that was not a sign for me, that was not designed for me, and was not destined for me. And although this person still to this day tells me how much he loves me, He has clearly shown the opposite. Because love is action, number one. You don't never have to question the love that someone has for you if it is constantly felt, if it's constantly reinforced. I have been with people who verbally told me they loved me, but their actions never showed it. And I have also been with people who wasn't big on words, couldn't articulate their feelings um, poetically, but their love language that love that was put in action, I didn't, nev I didn't never need to hear them verbalize it all of the time. I felt that love. And when someone makes a conscious decision to break down the barriers that you set in place for yourself because of past trauma, that you almost didn't make it back from. And they make a conscious decision to do things that causes you to lower your guard and fall in love with this person. Knowing, knowing that they can never give themselves completely to you.
knowing that what they keep from you, what they hide from you, will never allow them to be yours completely. They got, it's gotta be some cruel ass shit, especially when you sat with a person and you explained your hurt. You explained your trauma. And in hindsight, it angers you because when you go back and you visualize that picture of that time when you were explaining your traumas, explaining your hurt, they were sitting there the whole time knowing that they were getting ready to add to that trauma. People can be selfish. Selfish and not thinking of the permanent ramifications and consequences behind being selfish, behind wanting your cake and eating it too. That's why I'm so big on transparency. I'm going to show you who I am. The good, the bad, the ugly, the ratchet, the professional, everything. So you can make a rational decision on what you want to put up with. You want to be able to bond and attach with the real Shonda. I want to be able to bond and attach and fall in love with the real person, not their representative. Because that's when the anguish comes in. And you're fighting to get back to who they were in the beginning. But you'll never get that back because that was not them. This is what hurting and healing feels like. This is what grieving feels like. Two days ago, I was all good. I was okay. I was in my bag at work, not really thinking about it and dwelling about it all day. And then it could be small triggers that trigger, you know, thoughts and memories and put you right back in a place of anxiety and depression. And I can't help to sit and think and wonder while I'm laying here at almost 4.30 in the morning where they at? They over there sleep. But not a care in the world. Not really giving a fuck one. How they hurt you. How bad they hurt you. Just leaving you to deal with your feelings. Leaving you to put yourself back together. You know, I understand now when people say, like, learn to forgive people even without an apology. Let me say a sincere apology because an apology without changed behavior, 
is only manipulation. A real genuine apology will come with changed behavior. That's the real the real apology. So in my stages of grief, I went through that denial and I'm like, he gonna choose me. The love we experienced, that's it's like no doubt. That was my denial. Then I got angry. Cause I'm like the audacity of this motherfucker. You know who the fuck I am, nigga? But see, that's the mistake we make too, because we always be thinking that we the exception. <laughs> that be the shit that fuck us up. Now I'm I'm bargaining. I'm I'm laying in the bed bargaining with God. Like I all I ask is for peace and clarity and understanding and closure so I'm able to move on. I'm not even begging and bargaining bargaining with him to fix the situation, fix the relationship. I just want the hold on my heart to be released so I can move on. So I can feel how I felt prior to the situation. It's amazing how much time and energy we give to people and things. And in a year, it won't even matter. It won't matter as much. And I'm like, wow, I can, if Allah allows me to live to this time next year and I'm able to look back and reflect on this moment and period in my life and what I feel tonight or this morning and how I'll feel a year out. I'll probably laugh at how much time and energy I put into the situation. But I ain't going to hold y'all long. I just wanted to remain truthful and be honest and transparent in my journey. I'm still struggling on a lot of things. I'm still struggling. Tonight wasn't a good night. Like how you be expecting people to do you the way you do them? That'd be another thing that fuck us up. And the very people you be like, they ain't gonna do me like that. God damn it, it be the very ones that do you just like that. And then people wonder why your trust be fucked up. 